Okay, thank you very much for this opportunity to speak to you, Chashuv uh, Chevra. It's a wonderful thing to have people who recognize that even while they are in the workplace, their goals and their ideals and their minds are on Torah. So the parsha uh, that discusses Dinimomis, my topic that I want to discuss today is being a mafarnas of Kal Yisrael, and it should not be taken lightly. The parsha discusses in parsha's Mishpatim the Dine Mominus and all the Dine Mominus that come right after Kabbalah Satayra. Uh, the importance of these halachas cannot be overstated, not just because it's important to live our lives al Pitayra, but also that it's, it's, it's much deeper than that. There's a very famous Chazal brought in the Medrash that when Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael and Arsinai, so he offered it to the other nations of the world. He brought it to Esau, he brought it to Amin and Moyav, and he brought it, you know, he brought it to Yishmael, and each one of them said, no, we can't take the Torah. Why? Esau lay Sirtzach, Amin and Moyav lay Sinov, Yishmael lay Signoiv. And the questions are many. A few questions are, is first of all, these mitzvahs are things that they have to do anyways. You're not allowed to kill. You're not allowed to kill. You're not allowed to steal. You're not, they have dinim. You're not allowed to steal. You're not allowed to have any uh, arayas. So what exactly are they, why are they not uh, accepting the Torah based on things that they, anyway, they have to keep these things? Another question is, is that how is it that HaKadosh Baruch was able to offer it to the other nations of the world? He already promised it to Kala Yisrael. He told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell Kala Yisrael, they're going to come out of Mitzrayim. You're going to serve me on this mountain. So how can you all of a sudden now go and say, oh, no, I'm going to offer it to them. What if they accept it? So another question asked is that these mitzvahs, on Harsinai, these are very basic, basic mitzvahs that even the lowest of the low don't do. And here we're talking about the generation, the Dordea, who are the, the highest generation of Klai will ever have. And you're telling them really, so perhaps the Pshat is as follows. Many Mepharshim explain there was a machloikis between Yitzchak and Rivka about who to give the brachas to. Yaakov or Esau? What was Yitzchak thinking to give the brachas to Esau? Did he not know who Esau was? He knew who Esau was, but he felt that if Esau can be the Zvulun, he can also have a chelik in Torah. Instead of it being Yitzchak and Zvulun coming from Yaakov, Esau would be the mefarnas of Torah. So Rivka felt no. Rivka felt that that would be a, that, that would not be good for Yaakov to have Esau be the Zvulun, but that was what Yitzchak felt. So possibly. We can explain that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when he said Leisirtzach, and he said Leisignoiv, and he said Leisinov, he was not referring to the regular killing, stealing, harayas. It was something much deeper. The author from Sabotka says he brings a medrash, he brings a mechilta, that when Rabbi Shmuel and Gadol and Rabbi Amlil were going to get killed, so Rabbi Shmuel Gadol was crying. Shimali said, Why are you crying? He said, Don't think that I'm crying because we were getting killed. Abishta said, He was guys that we should get killed. But why do we have to get killed like Reitzchim? We're getting our heads cut off. Why are we Reitzchim? So Rabbi Shimali says to Bishmal, Let me ask you something. Did you ever have an Ani come to your door while you were eating a Suda 
and you made him wait for you? And he said, no, never happened. In fact, I had a shamer standing outside that as soon as an honey would approach, I would lead him right inside to my suda. He said, okay, let me ask you, did you ever have a almona who came to ask your Shiloh and you made her wait? And the Bishmol says, ah, there was one time I was tying my shoe and, and a, a woman came over to me, an almona, and I asked her to wait till I finished tying my shoe. And he said, oh, that's the reason. And Abishmol Kandondo said, Nicham Tony, you appeased me. Now I, now I understand why I'm getting killed like a Ritzayas. That there are a Torah Ritzicha doesn't mean a Prostoritzicha. A Torah Ritzicha can mean making an Amona sit and wait and making her feel a little bit that she's a little bit less than someone else. A Torah signal means something else. It doesn't mean going and taking something that's not yours. The Gemara says that Abayu, who was a Kayan, said that originally he would go and take his Matnas Kahuna because he was entitled to it. And then when he saw that there was a Pasuk that the Shmuel's kids, they took even something that was entitled to them, Abayu said, I'm not going to take, I'm going to wait. I'm going I'm to ask them first. And then Abayu says, then I saw that the Tznui Moshchnes Yedem, that even people who were entitled, they shouldn't ask, they waited because maybe someone else needs them more than them. I waited until somebody would give it to me and, and, and I wouldn't even take you if they offered me because maybe somebody else needed it more than me. So it says that there is a deeper understanding to that is not the regular understanding. That's the regular explanation. And that's a That's a That's a When HaKadosh Baruch Hu was offering Esau and the Goyim of the world, the Torah, he was never going to take it away from Kali Yisrael. He already promised it to Kali Yisrael. What he was saying to them is, I'm going to give you one more chance. Prove to me that you can be the Mepharnas of Torah. They said, what does that mean? They said, I'll tell you what it means. It means Leisirtzach. Not Leisirtzach, the way you already are. Leisirtzach, a Torah dika Leisirtzach. If you want to be the foundation of Torah, then your Leisirtzach has to be more than that. It means you have to be, take upon yourself that you are not going to make that Amon wait. If you're going to take on to be the foundation of Torah, then you can't just not steal. You have to make sure that even if you're entitled to something, if someone else needs it more, you're going to, your hands, you're going to lay off. Because that's a Torah ridiculous. And there's a Shemitz of signal. And that's what they said that we can't do. That we can't commit to. But Klai Yisrael did commit to that. Klai Yisrael, Arsinai, the Dordea, they did commit to that. They said, Ebishter, yes, we'll take on that Leisirtzach, however far it goes, we'll take on that Leisignoiv, and we'll take on that Leisinov. That we're going to make sure that in our dealings, in our business dealings, because we understand that we are the Mepharnas of Torah, that that Parnosa has to be pure. That's what everyone today has to realize. When they're Zoycha, it's a schus to be the Mepharnas of Torah. The Kliyokar says that Yosef HaTzadik told his brothers, don't be upset that you sold me here. Because the only way I was Zoycha to be Mepharnas you in Mitzrayim is because I went through the trials and tribulations of Mitzrayim, which was the 49th level of Tumah. And because I was able to withstand that in the Soyan, that's what gave me the schus to be Mepharnas you. 
It's a schus to be mefarnes kal yisrael. It's a schus to be mefarnes the Torah. But that schus comes from the fact that we took upon ourselves not just a prostolay sirtzach, not just a prostolay sinaf, not just a prostolay signoiv, but the elementary level of these of these of these uh, mitzvahs. Aboisai, you have schusim. You have schusim. Thank you very much for listening.